Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to Never Heard of It, a Night Shift Radio original. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review if you're so inclined. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. I was able to actually clap that time. I know, it was good, yeah. My, my shirt is still damp from holding my soaking wet dog against it while I, while I tried to dry her off. Yeah, that <laughs> so always like, happens. It's, it's really uncomfortable, though, because it's also like particularly warm in this room today with the door shut and the heat going mm. so like i'm i'm hot and damp but it, like it feels like i've been sweating but i haven't so like ah, I'm, hot and sticky. I'm so uncomfortable yeah i'm hot <laughs> and i'm wet <laughs> damn it was that from the producers right yes <laughs> i am anxious so so michael yeah. Uh, yes, just dear. before, just dear, just before <laughs> we hit record on this uh i discovered a a, a new website that I'm, it's probably not new. I just new to me uh, a website that I think is absolutely fascinating for people who want to take an entire series, uh, like for example, perhaps the uh, the Alien franchise. Okay. Uh, totally unrelated to anything, and I don't know why cool. I would think of that. It was just right. totally off the top of my head. Sure. Uh, and you know, say that you want to binge like all of those, it will tell you an uh, order and the amount of time that it will take you to watch them all. And also, uh, I think it will show you like where they're available streaming. That's like, even cooler. That's that's the, these, the the cherry on the top. Let me see because this says IMDb or also on. Where does the also on take me? Uh, while that's loading, uh, I will tell you one of the things that I discovered was a Dracula um, binge order. And uh, I'm sorry, BingeClock.com is the name of the website. Okay. So, uh, this episode is not sponsored by BingeClock.com. But it could be. But it could be. <laughs> it probably shouldn't be, though, because it probably looks like they, they, they probably just get sponsored ads from other people and aren't monetizing anything themselves. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the f- featured marathons, that's, that's actually something they call it, is a, this is a featured marathon, uh, is Dracula films. Wow. And let me tell you why my eye was specifically drawn to this marathon. It's because they start with a movie that uh, that our listeners, our, our, our longtime faithful Nahoyts, uh, will uh, will recognize. Our very first movie, Billy the Kid versus Dracula. None other than wow. None other than 1966. That is listed as the first, and this is going in like a 
not a chronological order of like uh, uh, order of events, uh, but a chronological order of release. So we okay. have uh, starting in 1966, Billy the Kid versus Dracula, followed by Blood of Dracula's Castle in 69. Okay. Uh, nice. Dra- Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1973, uh, not the Gary Oldman one, right. uh, but immediately followed by Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992, sure. the uh, the Gary Oldman one, the fucking classic. Yeah. Uh, back to uh, 1960 with The Brides of Dracula. Uh Dr. Dracula in 1978. So this does jump around actually in time uh, time wise. I thought it was was more in, in release order, but it's not. Uh, so there must be a reason behind this. And now I want to know. Yeah. Because uh, we then go to Dracula in 1931. Okay. Uh, featuring uh, who, I, I recognize this actor. I got to pull this up so I can so I can specifically call well, this out. That's not Bella Lugosi in 1931. I would. Yeah. Oh my God! This site loads very slow. I'll come or back to that. Uh, the oh, the also on looks like it's uh, it's also like what other marathons that appears and so like Universal gotcha. Monsters, uh, et cetera, et cetera, Halloween. Uh, Carl Lamel. Carl Lamel. Lamel. Yes, uh, I knew I recognized that name. Okay, uh, followed by another film just called Dracula, but from 1979. Okay. Uh, Dracula 2000. Yeah. The, uh, the ultimate millennial uh, vampire movie. Yeah. Who uh, that? Uh, Dominic, uh, what's his name? Was Dracula in that one? Uh, I think? That's the one. That was the one where uh, Dracula turns out to have been Judas all along. Oh, right. Uh, I remember watching that in uh, the year 2000 in college. <laughs> yep. Uh, Dracula 3000 Infinite Darkness released in 2004. Sure. Uh huh. Sure. The the uh, Leslie uh, Leslie Nielsen Dracula Dead and Loving It from oh 1995. Oh my god, that's really on there. That is that's brilliant. really on there. Uh, Dracula Prince of Darkness from 1966. Dracula Reborn from 2012, which I don't remember this. Um, uh, I think I remember that one. I think I actually saw that one in the theater. Dracula Untold from 2014, no, which I remember. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that one, but I remember it. Was that any good? It looked probably no, it bad. Terrible. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. <clears throat> yeah, Dracula versus Frankenstein, nineteen seventy-one. This feels like one we should revisit at some point. Yeah, uh, a two thousand two Dracula, uh, Dracula's Daughter from nineteen thirty-six, House of Dracula nineteen forty-five, Return of Dracula nineteen fifty-eight, Scars of Dracula nineteen seventy, uh, Son of Dracula. So Dracula has both a son and a daughter, as well good as some him. scars. Uh, sure. 1943, and then another Son of Dracula in 1974. This is really—it's reading like the uh, the 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 release order of the Castlevania series, basically. Yeah, it is like, okay, so you gotta go, but then you gotta go back to this, and then we're gonna go forward to Alucard, but then we're gonna go back to. Oh my! If you get deep into like the definitive Castlevania timelines, they are fucking wild. It is wild uh, because stuff. you have the the like the. Like the strict canon, but then you have all the stuff like Circle of the Moon and whatnot that like sits adjacent to and like has maybe some ties to the actual canon, but isn't part of it. And like it's fucking wild. Circle of the Moon was a great game, by the way. Hard as yeah. shit, unnecessarily, but I enjoyed it. It was the probably the reason that I bought my Game Boy Advance because uh, Nintendo Power at the time uh, was running a, a cover. Uh, article about uh, Circle of the Moon. I'm like, fuck, new Castlevania game. I want to play it. I would. I I think that I think the world is ready, uh, and I I uh, believe this because of the Netflix anime. I think mm. the world is ready for a really cool, good MMO open world style Castlevania game. 
oh, where like you upgrade shit. your whip as you go, you get better armor. There's a bunch of different like you do a bunch of like you know Skyrim style. You, you go do mission like there's a bunch of side missions of different vampire things and you fight night creatures all over the place and then have yeah. to take on like Carmilla and yeah. like other big characters from you know take on death. You know have a, a raid on death. Yeah, uh, that would be fucking wild. I would play that. I think I think the world is ready for it. Konami, get get your fucking shit on that. Like, let's do it. Uh, yeah, and you know, like the yeah. the ne- the Netflix anime has been fantastic. I have uh, loved and it's it. hugely popular. I mean, it's you know everybody's loving it. I think there's one more season. Uh, if I if I had a single complaint about it, it would be that they never did give us Grant Grant Dynasty. They they came close. Uh, with a couple of characters who could have been potentially interpreted as being inspired by Grant, but were uh, a- acknowledged by the creators to not actually be, at least by Warren Ellis. Um, and I think he was just kind of like, yeah, but like I would have to fucking shoehorn him in, and I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, which I can respect. I was disappointed by him, but I can respect. But like Grant was cool. <laughs> Yeah, I uh I I think the world is there, right? The world is there for mm-hmm. for it to happen. It's just a matter of getting a good AAA studio to jump on it. Um speaking of of MMOs, I actually just started playing the uh Lost Ark. How is that? Uh it's actually good so far. I'm only I'm only a little bit into it. Uh when we get done today, I'll probably spend the rest of the night playing it. Um, for a free game, it's very, I mean, it's very MMO, right? Like it's, it's kind of got that like three quarter bird's eye view. That's, yeah. you know, it's point and click, uh, um, uh, uh, like walking. So like you point to your target and that's where it walks to. You don't like, you know, it's not like WASD or anything. Uh, it does have controller support, but it's very sketchy. Uh, cause it's, you know, it's an MMO. So there's like 8 million buttons and combinations to do all sorts of your different move sets and inventory items. So I'm finding that I'm having my controller up, but I'm also using my keyboard, uh, and mouse for a couple of things. So it's mm. not full, full, you know, at least as, as much as I would like it. Um, but it's actually cool, but there are apparently 15 different classes you can build. And then there are subclasses on top of that Jeez. and they're releasing 10 more. What? Yeah. That so, like, is hella customizable. You can like really, really go like absolutely bad shit bonkers into like, well, I'm a gunslinger, but I also use magic and I'm also a this. Or like I'm a martial arts user, but I also am a range attacker. And that, like you can really like tree it out and like build build like a very custom character. Uh, you're going to have me fucking installing Steam because I want to... Because you, it's, I mean, it's free, you know, like, and also, uh, that being said too, um, it is, uh, the most played game on stream on steam ever, uh, with like 1.3 million concurrent players. Like it is the most popular game literally in the world right now. Like the most played game, uh, on steam. The cinematics on the website make it look so fluid. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the cinematics are very cinematic. It is definitely, you know, it definitely feels World of Warcraft view like you're, you know, it's that overhead sort of feel. It, it actually looks a lot like um, D 
Diablo or specifically Diablo three. Yes. Yep. Like it, the, it's the, the visuals, same. the textures, yep. the the uh the vantage point, uh yep. and even just like the gameplay, the casting style and everything looks very Diablo three, which I fucking loved Diablo three. It it um, is very much that, yeah, from what I, I re- understood. Really haven't like I, I uninstalled like every Blizzard uh, game on every device that I own pretty much after the uh, uh the word came out about just how toxic that company was. Uh yeah. Diablo three hurt the most because I liked that game a lot and I was really looking to forward to Diablo Four. I you know, I'm uh I'm still very much debating on Elden Ring, uh, which is supposed to be very Diablo esque. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's a I don't think that's a Blizzard uh game. I think that's it's not. No. Uh, Bethesda? Who no. Makes- it's it's not associated with like the the bu, 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 some other big property or no George R R Martin's associated with that one. Oh uh, right, yeah. And so is um, uh, some famous Japanese uh, guys also. Uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki, yeah, uh, Miyazaki. made in collaboration yep. with uh, with George R R Martin and then composed by Yuko Kitamura. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely not uh, not a oh, uh, Bandai Namco. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, so Bandai, yeah. Uh, I, it, it's, you know, probably one of the most, like, uh, look forward to, like, it's a game that a lot of people are looking forward to after Lost Ark um, for a new IP. Um, I, I'm still very hesitant of it, though, because I don't like, um, like, I picked up Bloodborne without knowing that Bloodborne was based off of like the Dark Souls thing. Like when mm. you die, you're fucking dead and you start over. Oh, I uh, and I didn't know that. I don't like games that are hard for the sake of being hard. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Elden Ring is going to emulate that because if Elden Ring is that kind of game, then it's not for me. But if it's, yeah. if that can be toggled away from that where I can just fucking play and like, you know, like I, obviously because of the the way that the game has been positioned and promoted, I thought Elden Ring was Elder Scrolls. I thought they were linked, but they're not. Yeah, but if it so plays like that, I am down. I love MMOs. I love just wandering around and like doing side quests and building up my character and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't want to do, I don't want to do try hard shit in those kind of games. That's no. not, that's not what I'm about. It's this just made me think of. You know what? One of my my biggest disappointments in gaming was I, I never got to play it, and it kind of fell off the map. It's gotten a little bit of a a, a renaissance on Steam, but it's Windows only. Hellgate London. Do you remember oh, that game? I, I think it was originally released on Xbox or whatnot, but yeah. it was like an MMO style, like uh, kind of in in some ways kind of similar to Destiny, where you have like three classes, and they like they're very similar in. They, um, like standard gameplay, but then each have their own special specific abilities and whatnot. Uh, but you're fighting a, a demonic invasion where basically like the gates of hell have opened and they're running rampant all over earth. Humanity is essentially over except for like, you know, a few enclaves and you have sure. these groups of the, the faithful Templars or whatever that are, uh, that are fighting to take back the earth. Fucking like really compelling concept, really gorgeous looking visuals in the like all of the like the pre release trailers and stuff like that. And then I feel like it just I, I don't remember the whole story, but there was a, a whole bunch of tumult around it. And it, like either was released late or like it didn't gain any traction. So like they shut down the servers or something like that. But it was just like a real bummer. Um, but because I still had the Steam website open, I, I, I pulled it up and it, it is still available. It's Windows only. So I probably won't. 
won't, won't play it, womp womp. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was one of my, my biggest disappointments because it seemed like it was going to be like the hottest game. Yeah, I, uh, I there's there was a few games that everyone was like, oh, this is the one. I mean, like, you know, when it came to first-person shooters, uh, I mean, for the past several years, every time a new first-person shooter comes out, everyone's like, is this going to be the Destiny killer? Mm-hmm. And all of those games that have been labeled as the Destiny killer are no longer, like, up and running. Uh, <laughs> the, the same time, like, anyone said something was going to be a, a Warcraft killer. Yeah. Anytime a new MMO came out, they're like, is this going to be the thing that finally un, uh, unseats Blizzard? And, like, no, it won't. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it, it absolutely isn't. Yeah, I mean, there's been so many, I mean, like, The Division... Uh, tried twice. Um, uh, Anthem tried. That game mm-hmm. failed. Outriders tried. That game failed. Uh, like I, there, there are so many games that were like, this is the Destiny killer, and none of those games are up and running. And Destiny is at you know one million pre-orders for a for a fucking DLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so like, sorry man, that ain't, that ain't happening. Mm-hmm. But you know, that makes me wonder about like Lost Ark. You know, obviously it's free to play, so it's going to be a lot larger of an audience because it's free to play. It's a free to play MMO. I mean, there's tons of free to play MMOs, you know, like Neverwinter is free to play. That's based in the Dungeons and Dragons world. You there can is fucking, Pathfinder. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of them. You can pick up an iPad or a fucking Android phone or whatever right now and download the, um, um, I, for, I forget the, the, com- there's the company that's known for knocking off literally everyone's, uh, IP in like big gaming. Uh, oh. they have order and chaos. That is very obviously a, a like vanilla world of Warcraft clone that you can play on, on mobile device. Same thing. There's a Diablo clone. There's a fucking call of duty clone. I, I yep. cannot, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter the, the name of the studio. You can find it. Um, it like. There are so many things that you can just grab and play for free if you want. Yep. Uh, and so, like a um, an MMO has to be like GameLoft is the the company. Oh no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has to be really good to unseat one of the 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 reigning champions uh, because if the fucking free ones aren't going to do it, then your you know, half-assed attempt at a a paid monthly subscription or whatever isn't going to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I mean, you specifically, Michael. Your attempt is, oh, is going right. to fail. Yeah, I, I, that's okay. <laughs> I accept. I accept that failure. Uh, yeah, you know. I, so I'm very curious to see. I mean, here's the thing: whenever games like this get super hyped up, and I see a lot of uh, a lot of my you know streamer friends, my video game you know people who do games for a living friends get super hyped up about a game. Uh, if it's free or if it's cheap, I'll always hop on it because I'm like, oh, this person likes it and I mm-hmm. like all the games that they play, so I'm going to play it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll give it a shot. But there's always that sort of sense of like, but how long is this going to last? Like, how exactly. long will this be good? Like, I remember everybody being so excited about Anthem and then, I mean, obviously Anthem failed because of Anthem, but... I remember you showing me, like, the, like, early yeah. release of Anthem and thinking, like, wow, this looks cool, but, like, no one's going to fucking play it. No one's going to play it. And that's what <laughs> happened, is everybody bought it, everybody played it for, like, a day, and then was like, there's nothing to do in this game. And then they stopped, or something better came along. So, like, I feel like Lost Ark is really big right now, but I could see six months from now it losing more than half of its audience. Uh, and because of Elden Ring, because of insert yeah. other game or whatever, but it's gonna it's gonna taper off. 
And like, there's there's a mix of New um, World is the other one, the same thing. Everybody yeah. hyped up New World, and now nobody's fucking playing New World. The the games that have had staying power have had a mix of coming out at the right time, where like they very quickly uh, either were the were the only thing or were best in class uh, right away, and like got a following. But also had like compelling storyline and gameplay mechanics and other things that that latched on to our, our psychological need for something to to string us along for all eternity and milk us for as much money as as they can. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Looking at you, Blizzard, um, and like somehow they they tap the the right combination of a compelling storyline and gameplay to keep you playing. And the social aspects to make it like not feel like you're you're hooked on a game, but really a social experience, uh, which is how I played Warcraft for like 15 years because that was one of the ways for me to hang out with with some of my closest friends that they also played. <laughs> so yeah. like once they stomped, I was like, "Well, this game really isn't that fun." Right. If you're not hanging out and jumping around with your friends, it becomes less fun. Yeah. So here's an example with New World. So New World, when it launched, uh, its peak was at about 900,000, but it was on average getting 410,000. Uh, so that's October of last year, of, of 2021. Mm -hmm. November, 155 average, peaked at 350. Uh, December, 83 average, peaked at 145. And in the last 30 days, it's, it's barely at 50,000 players. So, like, it, that's another one of those games. Like, it came out in October, and everyone was like, holy shit, New World, this is the coolest game ever. Four months later, nobody's playing it. Nobody, mm -hmm. relatively speaking, you know? Yeah. Like, it's getting 10% of what it, what it got, you know, upon release. And that, you know, again, I, I know that there were issues with, uh, with New World, and, you know, the game kind of got all wonky for a little bit. But that's another one of those games that I saw a bunch of people being like, oh, my God, New World. And I watched people play it. And I was like, this game is not going to last. Nope. And I feel like Lost Ark is going to do the same thing. This I, this game is really cool. It's not going to last, though. It's it's not. It's going to be great for four months. I, I It's going to be gone. Listen, I know that I'm very partial. Destiny is one of my favorite games in the world. But, like, every game is going to tank when the witch queen comes out because everyone is going to spend their time playing that game only for a month as most people do you know it's going to get a huge month worth and then a level back off to the normal mm -hmm. you know several hundred thousand you know i think uh, destiny averages anywhere between 200 to like 600,000 players at a time uh and that's you know and that's what's going to happen that level off but like all those people are going to ditch all those other games all those other you know uh, things and it's funny cuz like the, I had the same experience playing uh, Warcraft way back, and now with with Destiny, where uh, it's it's sucked me into this like ongoing, never ending. You can't beat it, but like you can keep trying uh, gameplay style. Yeah. And like, oh, there's a new expansion coming out, so that's like renewed my interest as it was starting to wane. And I do find it difficult to like intentionally pick up and play another game. I'm like, ah, but I could just drop right into destiny and do a couple strikes and call it a day. Right. Right. Cause it's just, <laughs> the world's just there for you. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't have to learn a new game. I don't have to remember other mechanics. I don't yep. know. Like, ah, well, it's that, it's that initial time sink. Like once you've got that initial time sink, what can you do after it? And that's mm -hmm. that's where games like Anthem failed is mm -hmm. that people spent 20 hours in, in Anthem and then was like, oh, well, I'm done. Like, there's nothing else to do. 
Like, and it's not fun to replay because, like, yeah. the replayability of Anthem was terrible. Hmm. Um, and, like, once you got through the the main story mission and you collected just enough where, like, things weren't hard anymore, it was like, well, I, I mean, what else do I do? Like, the story's over. Yeah. I don't, there's no world left. You know, that's why I think Destiny and, and games like it have succeeded is that they caught you in this world where they're like, to be continued. And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to keep playing until it is uncontinued. Like they got the, they got the formula right for looter shooters. Well, and you, you have heard me say that I don't think that they did enough to differentiate between the classes uh, uh, on the whole, but there is just enough to say, well, like I could, I could play this on, I could play the same content, the same story and the same like end game content and whatnot on a different character and it's just different enough of a, a, a play style strategy to be intriguing to make you want to do it. Yeah. Uh, which, like, I feel like that's the thing that an online or an MMO game like has to give you. Like, if there's a point where you can run out of story, they have to make it like, compelling enough to want to replay the game on a different character. Yep. Because otherwise, let me know when something new comes out. I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And, and you know, to, to bring it back, and that's where Anthem was. They had three different classes, but all three classes felt the exact same, like exact same. And it was like, well, I'm bored. I didn't even, I, I started one other class and I was like, this is the same thing. I'm done. And that's like character class types is one of the most like foundational building blocks of any RPG or any game really in general. Totally. Like going all the way back to, to tabletop and like beyond. Uh, and like you have these archetypes that you can play off of like, that will give you like just by default uh, wildly different gameplay mechanics. You you have to be willing to build them, but like they're right there for you. Uh, but you know what I think most games are missing? Hmm. Hear me out. Most games are missing a true healer class. And that was one of the things that I loved the most about playing Warcraft for so long is I played almost exclusively a healer class. Yeah. And I was able to be successful whether I was, you know, solo or in a group with that. And like that fits my my play style. And that's what drew me to uh, Warlock and Destiny because the only character class that has any like real healing capability. And even that is like piddly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's very it's still... lacking. Yeah, it's still minimal. Uh, apparently, it's uh, apparently in Witch Queen, it's a lot better. So we'll see. Uh, we I will am... have played it by then. Yeah. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, Witch Queen is out, and Caleb and I will have sunk a couple of days into it by then. <laughs> Looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, me too. Uh, you, do you know what I think also is missing from a lot of games? What's that? Dope alien sex. Yeah. Uh, so we have a brand new episode coming up this Sunday uh, about the movie Gora. Gora is available on Netflix. It is streaming on Netflix in the United States. Uh, if you, So if you're the type of person that watches movies before uh, we review them, that is where you can go and watch that. And that is the last of our alien movies for this month, uh, at least. Uh, it was a good transition. And... Uh, uh, so, you know, keep an eye out. Uh, of course, check out thenahoid.com. That's where you're going to see uh, updates. And, and of course, the Nahoid podcast. Um, we're uh, on Twitter and Instagram where you'll see any updates of what we're covering next. Uh, links are down below in the show notes. So definitely check that out. Of course, we're still also seeking funding for Somnium, which by the time this episode airs will be about a month until we start filming, which is pretty exciting. 
Mm-hmm, so this mm-hmm. is going to be it's going to be a pretty cool uh, time. We're really looking forward to bringing this movie to you. And also probably by the time this movie is out or this uh, episode is out, we'll have a little mini trailer for you as well. That'll be out and about. I think that should be done by then. Uh, nice. So there it is, everyone. Thanks a lot for joining us for this bonus episode. And we will see you on Sunday. <laughs>